Okay, there we go. Now we can start. Welcome to the show. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. This is Adam Crochet. Yeah, it's also his podcast. His name just isn't as big in the title. Because I'm not the one who puts my back into it. Every time I come in here, there's new equipment. Yeah, I'm straddling a fucking camera right now. Uh, You got a tripod out, and you have it it on on the TV because the anchor of our show is us kind of passively watching TV and then interjecting with stories during the TV show program. Yeah, essentially. So now you guys are watching TV with us. You're watching someone being interviewed on My 13. On, on We're watching Dateline, Dateline <laughs> which is always about murder. So It's someone, yeah, it's always like some weird, mysterious murder. Oh, it's bizarre. I, I, I don't watch it, to be honest. But I am going to do, I'm going to do a little bit of surfing here, too. We're going to so, see what's, yeah. is it Sonny and Cher? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Man, it's kind of Oh, weird. yeah, this is an old one. Oh, the, Look the, how the, stretched out and fucking... Is that oh, really... Is that Chaz? Yeah, yeah, that, that's Chaz. Hey, I, I'm going to be a, a man in the future. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? This rerun is transphobic. Yeah, it's... Well, I don't think it was transphobic. I'm just, just fucking... <laughs> just because they, they're showing him as... Yeah, I've seen the, the Reels Network behind the show, Sonny and Cher... And they have these two actors play them. It's it's such good, dirty entertainment. It's it's so cheap, and uh, and just their their life and what they were and what a share is bizarre to me. Well, she, she ran famous. it. She was clearly well. She was the, she was the the face, obviously. Well, she that's was why a, he went into politics later because he was like, well, I got to get my fucking I got to get my dick on the table at some point here. God, yeah, yeah. He he was he represented Paul. He was a Republican in Palm Springs. You know? That's wow, he, was he like the red? That was where he was the representative. Oh yeah, from that area. Yeah, like out there. You know. And he then was, he went cascading into a fucking tree. tree. Exactly. Although I think he actually had okay politics. He was like, yeah, he wasn't like he was just keep crazy. My taxes low. Even though he was a sl- like he really didn't have politics. He won because he was fucking Sonny Bono Sonny and Bono. not a psychopath. Yeah, I think that he actually. I don't know much about his voting record or, or if he sponsored many bills i think he was a rep for like i mean i think it was like for four or five terms Dude, like these commercials the guy who narrates this commercial we're going to turn it up yep plexiderm smooths away he wrinkles owns foundation so many companies he does this plexiderm skincare he does a salute a thing that whitens your teeth and he's got this like chicago michigan accent your under eye bags yeah it's that whole like Bags you know, this part of the American culture, too, is just like, damn it, you're going to go out. They're always soft-pedaling a product. A lot of these right-wing guys, Limbaugh did that masterfully. You know, like Snapple. He would always, like, soft-pedal products, too. He was like this. Well, that's what radio is. And it's just so, like, it's just so gross. So, like, the, the whole, like, the right-wing textbook, how they appeal to the right-wing ignorant masses, is, is they, they always have, like, that guy. He's always, like, selling a product on the side, you know, like. Hey, you gotta buy this seltzer water. It's from so and so and this and that. They're always a snake oil salesman. Today, my hate is brought to you by Minute Maid Graham Cracker. And it's the idea of like, hey, man, that's what you should do, man. America, you gotta make your money being a salesperson. It's like he had that gold mic though. Oh, 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 uh, Limbaugh did. Oh, dude, it was great. He had the grandiosity. Like even when you looked at his video feeds, you were like, I think he's deplorable. 
but that guy has earned that studio he's in right now. Oh, that oh, is I one mean, of the greatest broadcasters to ever walk the planet. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he he discovered his niche. You know, uh, he got. He uh, was one of those guys that in the '90s wasn't like a psychopath, right? Like it was. Just oh kind no, of, no, dude, he he sucked from the out. He's, for real, he sucked from the outset. I always heard that he, he sucked from the outset. I always heard that he kind of. She's. This is racy. Look at Cher, Cher running man. around. This is like fucking Xanadu on PCP. <laughs> oh, this is a commercial. Oh, yeah. This is probably like advertising DVDs for the show. I used to get, I used to watch these all day when I was a kid. Like they would show like, it would be like this, but for like Bob Hope Rose. <laughs> you would just watch these commercials? That's hilarious. Yeah. But and dude. then these, this is what like, like my aunts and uncles would get my grandpa like that. This is what they would like get a him DVD for set or a video set. Yeah, of this. like Red's the complete Red Skelton or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a caliber of old head. Like Red Skelton was the first kind of absurdist kind of yeah, you know, comedian. There are people who, li- who a like lot of Red. Skelton. Isn't there Red Buttons? Well, too? there's Red Fox, Red Buttons, Red Skelton. Hey, Red. Hey, also, get over here, Ginger. I read it a, was the era of show business when you were just your trade or a physical trait. You know, I was reading a comedy book, and there was also a lot of Jackies: Jackie Wilson, Jackie Earl, Jackie, Jackie Gleason, o, Jackie O'Bannon, <laughs> Jack, Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on, Jackie. You know, yeah, but it, it was that was an era. Like I was watching Rocky, and <laughs> the dialogue between Burgess Meredith, Mickey, and him. When he's convincing, I gotta, yeah, I gotta have management. That's what you gotta have, Rock. I didn't have any management. You see me? This is me when I was in my prime. And he takes his picture out of his wallet, right there. I fought Sailor Mike. Sailor Mike had a nail on his thumb, and he put. Everyone was. It was Guinea Russell. Guinea Russell and Sailor Mike were two of the boxers that Mickey went up against in the twenties. You know, yeah, you were just your trade or oh, your, your race. ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. If you look at boxing in the thirties and stuff. Like there were a bunch of Jewish boxers because they fucking lived in the ghetto, you know. So, and you they would fight with like a yellow star of David on their trunks and stuff. And and the races, the races had like certain like styles of fighting, you know. Like the Irish were brawlers, the Italians could take a punch. This the Jews were a cerebral fighter. Like it was, it was all like their, their ethnicity, you know. Yeah, my grandpa used to always do shit like that. Not he, in like almost an insulting ways. Like whenever I would come. I would get lazy or I would like yeah. back off something because I couldn't handle it. He would be like, no wonder you guys lost the war. Like, like thinking you were part of Vietnam or no, something? No, like because Mexicans are lazy. So he was like, no wonder. Oh, like he's putting the loss Ooh. of Texas on my shoulders. <laughs> wow. That's what he said? Yeah, but I knew he was joking. Like that was, yeah, that was exactly, just the way. Yeah. Like the way that, was, that was how my family thought he was funny because he would say shit like that. I mean, it's also, you know. He would again. say, and it was like such 20s humor. He would say shit like. <laughs> Sailors walk like parentheses and shit, like all jokes that like, oh, sailors get fucked in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of it's gay just, shit. Well, a lot, yeah, a lot oh, of the punchline shit. being that, you know, sorry, you're gay and you're getting penises in your butt, and that's yeah, and you walk funny, you <laughs> act funny because of it. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of like, look, he's a patsy. Like a patsy was a big phrase back then. Oh, he's just a patsy, you know. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald was a patsy, you know. But that, that was a different patsy, you know. It, it was. Uh, yeah, he was a mob patsy. You know. Now we got what is this? Chicago like, PD. Chicago PD. You know, this is dude. All these shows, and it's all the same shit. I know. They're they're filming out in the West Side. That that's being filmed on the West Side. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, they're good for the community. Like, I we got friends in this show. Oh, absolutely, of course. It's probably I mean, fucking. They get a line or two, you know. I mean, Ron Irvin might be in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's doing a guest. He seems to have a career going there. Yeah. Know? 
fucking Zach Bartz laying you know? there with a fucking spike through his head. What do you think I'm hoping for? You know. Well, you we got to make one of these shows. That's where the well, money is. Yeah, well, it's you know I am in I am in the midst of uh, the throes of my script. You know, and, and it's uh, look at that face, I, huh? I, I got I got I got notes. I got notes in my script from a professional writer, and it eviscerated the script. At the same time, at the same time, it gave very good direction. Like very good direction, but it was very much poignant. Like it just, I mean, it was like it eviscerated it. Yeah, I, I mean, it didn't eviscerate, but just like here's, he was just like, you know, here's what you got to focus on. Here's what you have to improve on, basically. You know, which is, it's good. You you have to hear that. You kind of want to get to a point when it's like, oh yeah, it's done. But it's like, no, it has to be improved. So I'm getting there, you know, with my writing partner. But it's it's just. We've been working on it for six months now. Look at this. I love this pun in this commercial because he's like, we got a rat problem. Bundling our home and car insurance. And then they played rat. Rat was. uh, When I think of like me hating headbanging metal, rat is at the top of being a 16 year old. I know. I know. Give me to go off. But it is just. I did not get it. Look how old he is. I did. Stephen Piercy. Romeo to Juliet, <laughs> I knew right from the beginning that you would end up winning. These weird generic metal lyrics, I knew right from the start and then the night and the dark in a rock. It was, you know, just like the whole, the, the lyrics of metal back then were so simple and stupid. Oh I yeah, it's always it. about like welcoming you to the jungle, living in the trap. You know, it, fucking... the night and the dark were always seen. like a rainbow in the dark. That is a great song. Theo rules. I mean, I tell you what, I tell you what, I came late to the party, but Iron Maiden and Dio, they're okay. They're good. They're okay, man. Do you know who else is good too? Is like Sam Hain and shit, and like Sam Hain, King Diamond. There's a lot of low-key, good 80s fucking metal. But that, I mean, Poison was, Rat was in the same, to me, Rat was in the same part as Poison. Definitely Motley Crue was sort of in that, but Motley Crue was a better band. I've actually gained a little bit of respect for Motley Crue, but I find them ridiculous. I just find them really ridiculous. I don't, I mean, they, they know what they're doing musically. They know how to put some, you know some rock songs together, but they're so dumb. Dude, I, I love these commercials where they just show the travel of death. <laughs> this used to be the carbon monoxide commercials. Now it's, now it's the COVID. Smoke. Dude, oh. I grew up with second... No, it was secondhand tobacco oh, smoke. Okay. Dude, I grew up blanketed in oh. a, a wave of secondhand Listen, cigarette smoke. I have distinct memories of my father... <laughs> my father dropping my brother and I off after our weekends... And, and he, you could tell he did not like doing it. It was, it, it, it hurt him to do it, you know. And it was like late on Sunday, like kind of afternoon, you know, after watching Sunday football. Sunday morning. And, and him fixing himself a big gin and tonic to put in the armrest of, of the drive, the, the and just like smoking cigarettes in the cabin of the car, and just he'd rip off a good two or three smokes in about gin twenty minutes. Is you know? a good, a divorced level of drunk. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, a nice. Stern, like you're gonna get stomach acid holes in your like real <laughs> mill worker type shit. Yeah, my old man's choice of alcohol was gin. You know, I've actually not been drinking a lot of gin recently. I was drinking it for a while, but uh, but anyway, the metal thing again, that level of metal, and 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 that was like prime teenage year. All of my teenage years were, were dominated like that by era. that, and I was like, 
this and I was a punk person, so I discovered like the Clash and stuff. You know, it was kind of like a entree. Or the Sex Pistols was an entree in, in, into punk, and there were like some local punk bands in my in my, in my town that were decent. Bring home the lobsters. <laughs> there was a punk band. You know? uh, the big was... the big band in my town was Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, yeah, and then there was also Legion and Snotty of Pockets. Oh, General Strike, Snotty Pockets, Snotty Pockets was a band, and they had a show called Snot Fest that had, would they would like just set up in a forest preserve <laughs> and then have like all the other <laughs> shitty punk bands just go play. Yeah, yeah, why not? Get you a know? kegger, tap it wrong, <laughs> get all fucking foamy. How many people would show up at that? What would they get, like 150? Probably. One year there was probably 300, and it was like the most epic shit yeah, I mean, of the, all time. The, the, that's a pretty big party. It was when you hung yeah. out with the upperclassmen. Like yeah. Snot Fest was when you fucking smoked pot with seniors. With juniors and seniors yeah. who were a sophomore or freshman. And like when like you go to, like, oh, my sister's going to be there. So like that type of shit. God, might, isn't it weird? I might see her kiss a boy, which was always weird. Because <laughs> I always had this awkwardness of like that's disgusting because that's my sister but yeah. i also want to go punch that guy yeah oh yeah yeah it's, for it's some reason feelings. just to be very defensive of like of her honor you're okay with that right like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i want to choke you but i'm also grossed out Inter- uh i tell you what this 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 is a good therapy session this would be a good <laughs> there's there's a reveal with that you know what i mean of just and you know hey man that's what it was those early like sexual memories you know like the thing that scarred me, I'm going to reveal something right now. I'm going to reveal something. My, my brother, my brother's a good friend. He's still good friends with him. Brothers, his old man was a vice squad, uh, worked in the vice squad in like 70s. That's Virginia. like some Hill Street blue shit. Yeah, I worked in the vice squad. And it was like, well, he had a- That's he had, drugs, right? Well, yeah, it's that, but it's also like pornography. There was a big pornography element. Like, like some stat, eight, well, it's, it's some the 70s, Nick Cage, man. eight millimeter type yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is- great movie, by the, the way. I mean, this is the 70s, you know, Porn was still like not accepted. You What's know? going so, on here? Is know. this still Chicago PD? Yeah, oh yeah, I haven't turned the channel. Wow, let's get some dialogue yeah. here. <laughs> but no, the point is, yeah. is, is he had these, he had, he had all these stag films, and like my brother That's and old. his friends would play stag, like these five to seven minute stag. Films. That means there's Bush. Oh, major, and like, but I mean, it was full on porn. I mean, you're watching people fuck, you know, and it was like, and, and, and just being like. And my brother and all of his high school friends, my brother was five years older than me. So he was, you know, right. he was like 16 when I was 11. And he had this going on when he was 16 years old. They put a sheet up on the wall, watch these things. Well, it was all my brother and his friends getting drunk and playing quarters. So like, Adam, come down here. And I was like, okay. I walked down there. And then like, they basically, I feel like they I'll... forced me to watch it. And not really forced me, but I was, in, I was, oh. I was into it. But I also, I mean, I, I mean. No, you're getting the bone, man. You're 11 years right old. There. You were getting the bone. You know, it's like hey, I feel a... like all these shows want someone who <laughs> looks who looks like Chris O'Donnell, because Chris O'Donnell's in fucking NCIS Los Angeles. Is that, it looks like is that Brian Aston Green <laughs> or something? The info. Too? We'll see. I don't know. Maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe I could see him cancel the a... police. That's not. It's a younger version of him. He's not that young anymore. Cancel Chicago PD. <laughs> Defund. Defund Chicago PD. <laughs> is that what they're, is that what they're they're saying? Uh, I wonder. I'm sure, you know what is? I haven't. I'm. They want to, but dude, New York cut a billion dollars out of their police budget. Yeah. that's yeah. huge. Yeah. I mean, their police budget's probably three billion dollars. They have a massive. Well, the fact is, and I go back to it. It's it it is the largest or second largest line item of most municipalities and states is corrections, and it's just like <laughs> fucking whatever. drinking this like Trump. Yeah, you, you, you have to. You have to. Uh, yeah, 
rethink the police. But that wouldn't that, that doesn't roll off the tongue like defund the police. You, you got to rethink it, man. It has to be well totally, to rethink it first. You do have to disband it. Well, you at least have to rattle just the cage a little bit too, and be like, okay, you got to get your shit together in a certain yeah. way. You know, it's well, like, Batman rattles the cages. That's why he, <laughs> he rattles the cage. You know, it just. Uh, but Ooh, yeah, what but, the fuck? This guy's got. We got to listen to this guy. Sir, we have a hundred cops in the street looking for her right now. We are doing Look everything. Look at his face. He's, he's disgusted. Please. His girl just got well, raped. The, that, that, that's his Bring daughter. My girl home. <laughs> Is that like what's her face, uh, Michelle Williams, in thirty years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love these. These are some local. Uh, you know, there's probably a couple of Steppenwolf people, local theater people. Oh yeah. You know, okay, we're looking for fucking Jake O'Bannon, fucking. Listen, twelve hours. Th- this is oh, that guy of fucking. That's the guy from Californication. He fucking whips his dick out. He tucks it in every time he gets drunk on Californication. He tucks his dick in. You were thinking it's us versus them. It's not. Okay, I don't want you to buy in any of that crap you see on the news. There's a lot of good people in this neighborhood who don't see us as the enemy. Just clear your heads, all that nonsense, and do your job. Let's go. Where are they at in the West Side? That's totally the West Side. Murder some people. Probably fucking Cicero or no, some shit no, like no. That. It, it ain't that far away. You know, some, it's more near West because the production is near there. I did some housing here. I did some new homes Got for Chicago over here. Yes, Lem Slaughter sitting there on the stairs. You know what this is? This is like Western and California and like Madison and like uh, Monroe, like those sorts of streets. That's where they're filming this because that that's actually they they do a bunch of post production work on like. God, where is it again? Where they have like the craft brewery? Don't you want CPB jam you up over this little girl? That a girl? That's how you get a rebound. I love. You know, I love when they sneak a reference. Yeah, that's how you get a rebound. You're gonna play for the Bulls and get a hot dog through the garden one day. <laughs> You're gonna buy us all Chicago style hot dogs one day with your Chicago Bulls contract money. <laughs> the real ham-handed product placement. You know, this is like you know they're gonna get street now. Try to connect, try to connect to the kid, you know. Of course, it's not going to be product placement now. It's just going to be like, man, we live in Chicago. You see our hockey team has a racist logo, yo? <laughs> they need to change that shit. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, Chicago, it's getting rough here, man. It's getting tense. God. Well, they put that. That's I he, hope what I write's better than this. Dude, this is probably. I mean, I mean this, oh, this, this is, show's yeah. been on for nine years. Oh, dude. absolutely. I mean, listen, this is a good-paying, solid gig. You, you know? should hope what you write is worse than this because it's probably good. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, like, there's a talent to writing the it just to to thread the plots like they yeah, do. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah absolutely. How, how you connect it? You know, how you connect it? Dude, they're about to fucking. Where'd you find this phone? Found it in the street. How old are you? 15. 15. They're going to get him. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Here we're going to go. Stateville, that's a reference. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think that's a real prison anymore. I don't think it is. Neither is Joliet. Just say, just say 26th and Cal. Just say that, and you're going to scare someone. That's a maximum security. security You're gonna go prison. to the black site at 87th and Homan or oh. whatever the fuck. Oh no, 26th and Cal is that's where all the gangbangers are. I mean, they have like they have they literally have prison cards with like sharpshooters up there like in the city, in the city limits. 
If you ever notice it too, when you fly over it, when you're flying to Midway, they always have a new building being added on down there. I mean, that, that that's what the deal is. You know? Dude, this is totally out of nowhere, but for some reason, do you know what has been stuck in my head for the last three hours? Take it to the limit. One more the Eagles. time. Yeah, yeah. You like the Eagles? Were you a big Eagles guy? Yeah, they were big when I was a kid. Like they were, they were like the high, like when I was eight, nine, ten years old. I didn't like them because I was a. So you stick. were born in seventy, right? I was born in sixty nine. Sixty nine. Nineteen sixty nine. High five. There we go, buddy. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Sixty nine. But I, uh, I, uh, so I was like eight, nine, ten years old. In like it was seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy nine, and eighty. Or like that's when I really my childhood memories really start. You know, it's also post my parents splitting up. I think there's a correlation there. He's a, what, of one. Oh yeah, dude. My I like this scene. Guys is eating some fucking chips, taking a bath. He's eating some. Why not, dude? I used to eat all type of shit. Where is she? Does he have ice cubes? Is he? Wait, he's gonna electrocute him <laughs> with this flat screen. Why is there ice in the bath? Well, I think because he's he's been working out and stuff, man. Oh okay. Some H. Yeah, little heroin. People just call it shit. He was here to buy that shit. That little that bit age. of that. Do you know that? Do you know that uh, Stroger Hospital, the, the the county hospital of Chicago? <laughs> yeah, gunshot Stroger. They get they get uh, twenty six thousand addiction uh, overdose uh, overdose uh, overdoses a year. Twenty six thousand people come in for overdosing. No it, shit. It, into uh, for ODing, it, and that that's a person every twenty minutes. That averages out to a person every twenty fucking minutes, man. They get someone who's just <laughs> some op. That's how bad the opioid thing is there, you know. And and heroin, obviously. Those first ring suburbs of Chicago. There's some rough suburbs there, you know. Like they're they're they're, they're rough places, you know. They're not they're not your fucking uh, your Wilmette. They're not your Highland Park. They're oh not no, your, Willow know, Springs. Yeah, the, the, they're not, and they're not farther west. The, you know, places like whatever. What Glenn, a whack Glenn laptop! Allen. Look at that garbage laptop they have for this computer. <laughs> no wonder they need fucking cheap insurance. So, should we go back? Yeah, let's flick around a little. We got more share. I want to see more share. Dude, Chicago- Do you believe in love? <laughs> Dude, she was the first auto tuner. People and don't I've realize been that again she again. she broke ground. If you want to go ahead and start in the 200s, that's when things get juicy. Okay. And then you click okay. Yeah, there you go. Emmy Roundtable. Is that the name of like a newscaster? Well, it's probably like, no, 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 no. It's like a My name's Emmy Roundtable. (laughs) I'm a Rhodes Scholar and I'm bisexual. No, no, no. What it is, it's it's (laughs) Emmy Award winners are having a roundtable discussion as if they're important. You know, God, you know, I write television. Do you understand? Dude, that's what sucks. I do that all the time. I'll get far on the guide and then I'll space out and it goes away and you got to start over, dude. It's all good. It's all good. I I just want to know. Hey, we'll go to Emmy Roundtable, but there's just commercials. Yeah. You You know what? Speaking of commercials, let's take 20 seconds for a word from our sponsors. At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get sp- I think that's actually a pretty good read. Yeah. Dude, you know? I mean, honestly, let's be honest. I think that's a good, that's, the, that's actually my, my serious read. That's actually my best read. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It, it, it is. <laughs> Beau Ravage. That's another good one, too. Well, I've, I, I, I sometimes have a very deep, lush voice. 
when I want to have one. When I'm in a meeting, I've been told to speak up. Have you? <laughs> have you ever like sweet talked a lady like that? Oh, I'm sure I have. <laughs> I'm sure I have. I mean, I, I I don't recall right off the top of my head because I probably it's probably just it just happens. It's part of my have game. And, ever, and what a great game I have, Keith. Have you ever <laughs> tried to? I would imagine you always tried to be funny over like. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, oh, well, yeah, I mean that was. Why don't you come a little closer to old Uncle Uncle A? You know, I uh, I would do that a little bit, you know, but uh, but not yeah. that much. Um, Curl their hair in your finger. No, I wouldn't do that. Pull it, it, it but, but but my <laughs> reel them in exactly. That's hilarious. But no, I I would. Uh, but it was my humor. I mean, the very first serious girlfriend I ever had in my entire life was my humor. As you know, it's always my line. If she's not getting the jokes, then there's just you're not you're not. Connecting. Yeah, you love the music channels. I do. Yeah. Let's see what what is this. Blues is I get as shocked that they make new blues music as people do. Like when I tell people they make new comic book comic books, it blows their mind. Like they just thought they stopped making Batman books in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way about blues music. Like yeah, like there it, are still people doing that shit yeah. that not BB King or fucking BB Jones yeah. or BB Evans or Yep. JC Rivera yeah. or fucking <laughs> KT McLaughlin or whatever. No, I know what you mean. Howlin' Beaver or whatever. Howlin' Wolf. <laughs> there, there was, I remember the late 80s, there was this like rediscovery of the blues, Muddy Waters. You know. But, thin, thinny Blood. You know. Well, the Blues Brothers, they basically, they resuscitated it, man. I mean, that is, I have to give them credit, it's man. half I mean, a good movie, Blues Brothers. It's, but I mean, it's, again, and it's such the a The second cliche. they start playing blues music, it gets terrible. Some of their music's okay. The John Lee Hooker scene when he's on on Maxwell Street in Jewtown, as they call it. I just enjoy seeing like a dangerous downtown Chicago. Cooley High era downtown Chicago. I I, I remember coming to going going through Chicago like in 83. And like, I mean, it, it was kind of rough by like, you know, certainly north of Roosevelt up to like Jackson. And I, I worked on Jackson. In the early '90s, and you could tell it was like they were trying to turn it. They were trying to make it better because it used to just be all flop house hotels. Like those hotels they stay at in the Blues Brothers are completely like that's a complete slice of Chicago, and that was all of the South Loop. And I mean, like blocks and blocks of it were these flop house hotels where you'd stay for like literally, you know, four dollars. Oh yeah, you know, and it was like just these rough there was some on Milwaukee Avenue that turned ended up being like VA apartment buildings yeah yeah I mean I mean you can rehab some of them but some of them you could not they kept a couple of them they kept one flop house hotel the Roosevelt was like the best of all the flop house hotels there was one I think the Roosevelt was across from the Phillies best I worked at yeah and all the crackheads would come and get cups of ice from our fucking soft serve machine or from our our fucking pot machine from our pot and and they would get ice for you want a pot what, <laughs> what would the ice do for crack? I don't know. What, what, oh, oh, you cool your pipe. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then you can smoke it up quicker. Yep. Oh, my God. You are, you are. Tr- I mean, you are addicted. When you're figuring that out, when you're figuring out ways to get the addiction quicker into your system. <laughs> also, I think the idea was you, they would come in with these big cups, so they would fill it up with ice, and then... Uh, the hotel was hot because there was no air. Yeah. So the ice would melt and then they'd have water. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do that because my dad's trailer had garbage tap water. Like you uh, just said, your tap water is uh, bad. Like yeah. ours, they put signs in the street that you have to boil it. Oh, 
man. Like, it's bad. Ugh, that's, that's such a fucking... That, and make sure we cut away more environmental regulation, because we need more of that. We need more chemicals, actually, in our water. Yeah. In, in hey, our I'm fresh for, water, because fresh I'm water is a little fluoride. I mean, Look come at that on, picture. of course you need fluoride. Is that fucking Professor Longhair? I, I don't know who that is. Jesus man. Christ. It might be. I thought it was Dennis Robin from a distance. I that looks tell. like a mythical Sorry. black guy. Yeah, <laughs> that hat, <laughs> those glasses. Again, it looks like Candace Bergen or something. It's like late 70s. That looks like know. the first blind person ever. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. What, what were you uh, You were thinking, though, in the first half of the show? You had a couple ideas you wanted to kind of maybe go through. Well, so, want to watch this week? or? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. What it, I saw that you were <laughs> posting about Star Trek, an Abraham Lincoln Star Trek episode. <laughs> Have you? What I want to do. I can't get through the original Star Trek series. I'm thinking of just calling it and starting at Next Generation. I tell you what, it's bad, dude. Yeah, it's but it is so fucking funny. I find it so funny. It's good comedy. To me, it is comedy. (laughs) So it's also they were I mean, it's slow as hell, too. man. I I watched that episode. I was like, this is a slow paced show. Yet yet it was deemed an action show of its time. There's times where Kirk is just wandering through and he's just like, where's (laughs) Spock? And they're like, he's playing that weird three-decker card game fucker that weird three-tier chess game and he's just like okay and like that's a scene like why did you need that in there no i well you know again they thought it was plot for star trek was a prime example of like i get your mission here but you need a little bit of war yeah 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 you can't just have him like whip out a a laser yeah 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 well well they upped it with they had more of that with uh with uh, Next Generation. Next Generation, when I discovered Next Generation in college, it was like, that was a definitely a point of maturation for me. Because, you know, I mean, and I always, I liked, <laughs> this is a classic nerd statement, I liked Picard more than more than a, than a Put Shatner, on a real TV than, than, channel. Yeah, sorry. But it was... Uh, <laughs> Dude, look at these are so standard definition. Yep. These channels. Absolutely. They're not high def at all. What is this? Oh, I, I'm way... You're way in the thousands. I would start at the twos, hit click OK, and then click on one just to fucking, just so we're here. Okay. Emmy Roundtable. Oh, it's all Zooms. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Is that Katie Nolan? Oh, that's Alexis from fucking... uh the what? Shit's Creek, yeah. I've never seen that. It's a pretty funny show. <clears throat> Who else is there? You have Jane Lynch. She's a nightmare to work with. Seriously? Supposed to be difficult? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Ted Danson, who I've... I think is cool. Uh, yeah, you know. Wore blackface in the 90s. <laughs> when he was Danny Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. He wore blackface to an event in New York, and it did not go over well. No. <laughs> Whoopi Letterman. was on his side, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, I think they were dating for like yeah, two years. Yeah, they were years, dating. You know, and, like, and Danson was a star, man. Dude, Cheers was huge. He was a fucking star. He had a few movies in there. You know, he was in The Onion Field. He's also in the movie Dad. She Jack got some work done, Dad. Huh? Oh, is that is it Sally Jane Struthers? Lynch. Oh, was, Look which, at that. What's she talking about? <clears throat> she jokered her upper lip a little bit. Yeah. To where she's got that, like, smile. Ooh, man. Oof. Do you want to know how she got these scars? Ooh, man. How do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Her father touched her. The whole, I mean, God. So, yeah, I, I was uh, watching this Trek episode. And it's one of. I'm it's so glad about, I, I think found I've it. seen that one. What what season is it? Oh, it's it's season three. Plus, each season is like 26 episodes. Oh, I mean, they made like 30. They made like 75. I mean, one hour episode. They they worked for three years on that show. They were fucking busting their ass. 
they were doing 12-hour days, and they had a mm-hmm. long filming schedule, you know, so I watch it. You know what looks actually good in the third season? That they're getting the, the special effects of planets, looking at planets from space, made, made a leap with Star Trek. Look it at actually looks baby okay. hippo. Yeah. See, I'm all for this. <clears throat> Bringing the baby animals. What if they just showed fucking just a machete running through them now? <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like, like Monty movie. Python? I got a minute. In Holy Grail, when, when John Cleese, when his kid... When he goes through flesh wound, no, 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 that's hilarious. But when he goes through the wedding and he murders everyone at a wedding (laughs) because because the one gay prince didn't want to get married, so he's shooting arrows out, arrows out, and and they get one of the arrows. He's like, "Oh, I'm under distress," and he thinks he's going to rescue this like you know maiden in a. And what it is is it it was a wedding uh, that was being done, and the prince didn't want to marry the woman because I think he was gay. He was trying to get away, so he's rescued. But they kill everyone in the wedding; like they're all dressed in white and stuff. And they come through and just sword people. It's, you know, it's a wedding. I, I was, I'm sorry, it is hysterical to me that they. I did feel that. like that was like <clears throat> that was something they started and like leaned on. Of like the yeah. the, the joke is we're just gonna kill every, <laughs> yeah. the fat guy eating and exploding. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it was all these just. Weird. That was the Mr. Show of its time. Weird death. Like, See, that's how I knew my mom was cool because she said she liked Monty Python as yeah, a kid. Yeah, well, absolutely. Monty Python was, was always on PBS. Uh, it was. I mean, I tell you, when I discovered it, it was like it was. It still affects me. It's, it's you know that is my that is my age group's entree into hip comedy. You know, I don't even know what hip comedy is now. I have no clue what it Dude, is. Dude, I'm so you know? out of touch with like celebrities. I know that's <laughs> fucking Danny Trejo. He's yeah. got a taco and donut place. Yep. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Yeah. It's her L.A. Stories, baby. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that show. Yeah, she just talks to, like, the mayor of Compton. Yeah. They'll do, like, a 30-minute thing, but it's really 18 minutes with commercials because yep. they don't, can't really fill 30 minutes. The mayor of Compton, let's be honest. Yeah. She's yeah. actually interesting. That was actually a I'm good sure. one. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she is, you know. <laughs> but no, man, it, uh, we were talking Catalina about. Catalina Vel- What a So this episode name. of Trek. This episode of Trek is uh, they come across a planet that's being run by this rock creature. <laughs> it's a lava-based planet, and it's a it's this rock creature that sees no difference between good and evil. Is it just like a guy so, in a rubber suit? So it, oh oh, it, the effect is it's it's hilarious, but it, it kind of works in its own <laughs> weird way. So all of a sudden they're they're going over this planet. And they just encounter a silhouette, an apparition of Abe Lincoln floating in space. <laughs> and that's one of Kirk's heroes. So that's the reason why that hero is picked, you know, is that it's one of Kirk's heroes. There's also uh, the, the, the creation of the Vulcan, like the most revered Vulcan so ever. So, Crocious, if you want to take the small remote yeah. and change I got I got pictures of the rock creature up. You do? Well, yeah. Here, wait. You want to throw that to me? I could, I could be in control of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We did it. Yeah. I've mirrored. Oh, no. It's the other one. Boom. Yep. Is that the guy? Uh, yes. That is the rock creature Sitting right, right there. there. Yeah, that, that's him. And Absolutely. then this little blob. Well, well, that's the Horda episode. That's the Horda episode, which is a silicon-based life form. This is a lava-based life form. <laughs> 
they, they were dealing with all of the elements, you know, the lava and silicon and element and lava, just a, you know, thing in nature. But what it is, is, is this creature creates a, a, a battle that goes on between the creation of Vulcan society, Abe Lincoln, Spock, and, and, and Kirk. These four guys have to take on Genghis Khan. They have to take on Genghis Khan. They have to take on a Klingon militant. They have to take on a, an, an, an American that, uh, who, who engineered a genocide. In the early 21st century, he's actually the leader. Dude, the, one day the government's going to copyright these characters, you know, and you're going to have to pay money. <laughs> but the point is, the point is, this lead character, the leader of the bad guys, is a guy who, who uh, was responsible for a genocide in the early 21st century, which I thought was interesting, you know. But and they have to fight each other, so it's basically kind of a good versus evil. Yet there's a moral text to it. It's fucking bizarre. It's so, it's just a weird episode. The only good Slow part about moving. the episode probably is that you're almost done with the fucking show. Well, Abe Lincoln gets killed. <laughs> Abe Lincoln gets, he gets stabbed, literally gets stabbed in the back. And then the Vulcan guy also gets killed. But then Kirk outwits him, you know. I don't even quite know how it ends. <laughs> and I watched it this week. That's how wow, uh, look at that compelling guy. it was. That guy looks like uh, someone who would narrate a reboot of the Magic School Bus or something. <laughs> Get on yeah. the magic. We're School watching bus. the Emmy Roundtable. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Pro- oh, Linda Cardellini. Man, she used to be a dork. Well, I mean, you know. she was Velma in the Scooby Doo movies. Wow. Well, you know, she looks. You know, she's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, no, she her, her her hot breakthrough was Grandma's Boy. Remember that movie, Grandma's Boy? No, that was a good one. I have no <laughs> dancing man. This guy's made a career. He just has like. Jim Crow memorabilia in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's. I mean, listen, he was a star. You know, he's got a career going. He seems know? like the kind of guy that that is a functional typewriter behind him, and not just for decoration. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Loads that bitch up. Yeah, types away his bond moles or however the fuck you say. <laughs> Look at that hair. I thought that was um, who's that? DN Chase Young. Chase Young's got Chase Young's got thick dreads though. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. What Dude, are they? What, what are they it. talking about? Just ask the, uh, asked us. So we did, we did, and you know, it. it I, I overuse the word Pollyanna, but you know, that's us. Uh, we we celebrate our relationship. We found each other kind of late in life. I was forty five, and Mary was forty, and had come from other relationships. So we really kind of felt blessed by having found each other. So we celebrate a lot anyway. So it kind of felt okay to, to be in a book. She like was that. fine How with the blackface. Yeah. Relationship. <laughs> I mean, sex is great, but if, if I can make Mary laugh, that's that, that to me, just, I, I walk. He just around. bursts into tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about. I've never seen her smile ever. <laughs> Mary laugh. It's just music to my ears. And you know, I'm I'm in love. So sorry. I don't know the they answer. Edited to any the of those shit questions out of this. You could tell they probably had technical errors out the ass. <laughs> just constantly people being like, "What?" <laughs> when they're taking a sip of a drink and it comes out their nose, I feel like that's I think ten people in the history of the world have ever done that. Yeah, I actually did that one time. To, I Neil, think, to a guy named Neil Cypress when I was 14. <laughs> what I take pride in is when they defecate <laughs> fecal matter out there. Well, they're trying to like, what is this? Is this, is this like, like positive it's just talk? just actors talking, man. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. 
Dude, I think we're fucking... So, what I got loaded up for the second half is a special episode of Different Strokes. So, something I'm going to keep start doing on the show is, uh, for backup, I'm going to end for guests. I'm going to do, like, a rundown of, like, basically, if you sat down as a kid and watched TV, what would you watch? And yeah. then I'm going to put, like, a montage of that together. That, that That's your... And that's how I found... I found... A, some clips from good times okay some clips from different strokes <laughs> and dude you had some intense television as a kid <laughs> like all those shows were intense mash was intense good yeah. times was intense yeah oh, yeah like all the shows that i watched as a kid were fucking completely absurd like babysitters club <laughs> legends of the hidden temple guts it was all these like weird well there were still athletic like game shows <laughs> there, there was sort of a a, a set it was the you know, it was the height of the sitcom. You know? Cartoons were big for kids when I was like, you got, you didn't have a lot of cartoons. I had you? cartoons. HR Puffin but, but, stuff, but not and that shit. many. Not that was many. HR Puffin stuff on at night. Oh no, no, no! It, it, it was a kid's show. It was on Saturday mornings. You know, I remember liking that. I remember watching Saturday morning television for you know for kids. You know, and, and getting into it. You know, I'm gonna go over to this, but it was top uh, YouTube on. Yeah, man. So yeah, this uh, there's the Goran episode too. <laughs> I mean, I th- I feel like we should watch one episode of Old Track. So, probably get fucking popped for. Da, so what's your da, favorite da, da, da. episode of Good Times? Uh, the Penny being a victim of abuse. P- Penny being who was it was Janet Jackson, uh, living in the projects, child abuse episode. You know. Again, there was always, that was always the big gag of people of my generation. It's like, hey, it's good times. But it was always like really rough shit going on. You know, like trying to manage difficult parts of your life, you know. Oh, man. What a. Uh, We're going to pop a random moment. Uh, what, 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 yeah, what a tough, what a tough process. How long was the show on after Dude had been dead? Like after they killed him off? Oh, uh, good John times. Amos. Oh yeah, he, I think he was on the show for three years, and it was on for like seven. So there's a oh, lot yeah. without him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Mom was always a good learner. <laughs> yeah, this is a later episode. God, this is. Jimmy Walker is not funny. Oh, and, and he was a. Michael, that's where Jay yeah. Leno and, and Letterman met. They were writers yeah, for Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. Oh, yeah, yeah, like in the mid seventies, right. they wrote jokes for him. And do some research, lady, JJ, I thought you had a date. Oh yeah, I do, Ma, with a. Uh, Boom, boom, Belinda. With a heroin addict. Remember when he dates the heroin addict? Yeah. Oh, I am getting sick and tired of this sudden Puritan attitude. Whoa. I seem to recall, Miss Woods, that angels never sang when you crossed the floor either. What are you talking about? I'm Uh talking about high school. Oh, high school. Yeah. You wore your sweater so tight you had to lift it up to inhale. <laughs> what about you? And Kinky Curly, the football player. <laughs> but I also knew about real love when I met James. And that's what you should be telling Penny Dude, they're about. they're about to go at it, hair, hair pulling. Oh, yep. Well, you see, Penny, she, she uh, Janet DeBose uh, adopts Penny, you know? Oh, yeah, this is one where uh, I think this episode is... Uh, Penny gets, Penny's friend gets pregnant and old girl tells her that she has stomach mumps or something oh, man, like that. Man. And so she, like Ooh, man. Penny's got to get the talk. 
They were dealing with issues, man. They were trying to deal with issues, like real things. And then every now know? and again, that one probably gay son would sing. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I think in real life, I think he's gay actually. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he was. He was. Oh gay, yeah, the, yeah, the youngest one, Dwayne <laughs> Kennedy used to be. Yeah, I graduated. He's like, what if you graduated from the Michael Evans School of Comedy? You took it, you know. You know, sickle cell anemia affects you know twenty one percent of black children between the ages of twelve and six years old, and, and that'd be like the punchline. That, 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 that's like a joke of Dwayne Kennedy. Dude, this was such. If you do an impression of any one of these black people, you're getting canceled immediately. Oh, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Sissa. I don't know, man. Maybe my, you know. This is definitely a show written by white people. Yeah. Right? There's no way there were black people writing this show. Yep. Damn, damn, damn. Oh, yeah. This is, he He blew his knee. He, he was a, uh, he was a star football player. He was going to marry Wilona. But he blows his knee while going down the aisle. And he was going to be like a first-round draft choice. So they, it was going to be their she way out of the like, ghetto. It was going to be their way out of the ghetto. And now they're, they're, they're living in the projects, And she too. was like, I'm done, you no, fucking No, but they pussy. still love each other. They love each other. So they, they try to make a go of it. You know what I mean? Lifeguard. 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 I'm going to wear a shower cap, Daddy. Those girls will go mad when they see my body unclad. <laughs> Listen, Stick, every time you go in the water, you'll be lucky if a dog don't bring you back between his teeth. He's got the same... Every one of his jokes is just... Dialogue, 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 <laughs> oh, here's, dialogue. This is a later episode. This is when they start getting into the, into the maintenance guy. I guess oh, this he was guy, diddling kids, right? This guy... You know, he, he he was you know he had like a three or four year run with this show. I guess Bookman he would, is his name, right? Yeah, and he would do auditions. I think ten years after this, wearing the same outfit, like he'd like, hey, remember me from you know, like that was that was his uniform. Went out for auditions. Oh, that is sad. Isn't that, isn't that like sad Hollywood? Like like, like like kind of icky, gross, sad Hollywood. That he walks in, he goes, hey guys, remember me? No, and then no. he just remove pulls a gun out. Yeah, and fucking yeah. I know, but I guess he he would wear the outfit and stuff to, and like years after the show, or he just canceled. comes in wearing that. He plays the good times theme song on a cassette player yeah. and just cries. <laughs> good times. That was a hilarious Chappelle sketch. We, we we had to try to figure out the lyrics of good times. You know, good times, anytime you need to read. You know, it's something in surviving. Not getting, no, yeah, it's not getting hustled. Not getting hassled, keeping your head above water, making a wave when you can, temporary layoffs, good times, easy credit ripoffs, good times. Is it scratching and surviving? Scratching and, and surviving. surviving. And it's hanging in a chow line. I never knew the fourth one. Hanging in a chow line was the fourth one. It's fine. And uh, and they did that on Chappelle. Like they had a guy who had the words hanging in a chow line. He knew what it was. He was an Afro-American studies uh, professor. It's hilarious. How do you think you would have felt about Jelly Belly? I mean... He wouldn't have liked it. I like Boston cream. Hey, JJ, hold on to these. You know, because he's weak. Yeah. So, JJ, we got to do something to get Mama and Here's the, back that's, together. He's here. for sure good. I mean, they've been friends for too long to let a silly little argument break them up. <laughs> 
Maybe you think? JJ, let's go pick up women. See, that's where these shows were kind of like, oh, look at that. Even the gay can lift the weights. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Over you. Watch a real diplomat in action. I'm going to go hit on a mother. Cherry afternoon, isn't it? I will say, though, Florida Evans is proof that they are not always looking for the most attractive person for the role. Just enough. I think that she was a decent actor, you know? Just, oh, yeah. That's definitely, she probably isn't like that in real life. Yeah. You know what? And I hate to say it because it's not, it's a very, there's a very mammy-like quality to this role. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's the big mama. What I think JJ is trying to say. You know? Is that you and Willon have been friends for too long to let this Maybe. come between? Maybe. If I'm offending someone with that, I don't know. We'll find out. Doesn't she know that each year a million teenage girls get pregnant in the country? Imagine how many get pregnant in the city. That seems low <laughs> for the time. Uh, I, th- you know, I think, you know, that's probably accurate, you know. You know, dealing with issues, you know what I mean? You're dealing with issues. Million, over 13,000 are 14 and under. <laughs> Jesus they love just giving Christ. us stats. That was like part of the dialogue. So we have 13,000 molestations and rapes out there. Yep. It just isn't right. Hi. There's, poor, there's Penny. What are you doing here? Now you know you shouldn't be here. Well, I just came over to borrow some eggs. Penny loves JJ, dude. Yeah. That's Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Absolutely. Then I guess it's She became a full time character when. Not Walona, but when uh, Janet DeBose's character me adopts her. You just didn't go to the store and buy some. I tried, but I couldn't go in because Tina was there. Penny, what does Tina have to do with this? Mama didn't tell you? You see, Tina's real sick, and I'm not supposed to be around her or else I can catch it. <laughs> Did your mother tell you that? Uh-huh. And it's real contagious, too, if you don't get your stomach muck shot. Man. But that's the way they're trying to deal with it. They're trying to deal with like how do you how do you shelter your kids in the ghetto environment? Stomach you know I mean? mumps will make your husband run away and yeah. never raise your. Yeah, man. You'll give birth to the mump and he won't have a mump father. This is takes place in Cabrini. This is supposed to be Cabrini. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean. Oh. She's dressed like a cow. That got an applause break. Can we go back on that, man? Then how come you just didn't go to the store and buy some? I tried, but I couldn't go in because Tina was there. Penny, what does Tina have to do with this? <laughs> Mama didn't tell you? You see, Tina's real sick, and I'm not supposed to be around her or else I can catch her. <laughs> Did your mother tell you that? Uh-huh. And it's real contagious, too, if you don't get your stomach muck shot. <laughs> That is a canned response. They just turned to fucking... There's no audience doing that. Yeah. Tina's got it real bad, too. She's getting real puffy right here. To me, it looks like she's pregnant. You see, they're trying to shelter her from it, but she already knew. She knows. She's not stupid. You know what pregnant is? Yeah, I am pregnant. I said it looks like she's pregnant. You know about being pregnant? Sure. Not much, though. This is what I hear the girls giggling about in school. Sometimes I want to ask them, 
But then I feel sort of dumb about it. Any baby. You come over here and sit down. See? Right here. This is the birds and the bees. Uh-oh. This is the birds and the bees. I want to tell you something. You see, Penny. Your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And oh. that shake. Oh, here I don't want you to come in here anymore. Come on. But I was just talking to Uncle. It's okay, baby. Let's go home. Okay. Can I tell you that it's no fun being alone every day? Sometimes I wish I had a baby. Uh oh. The strategy's backfiring. <laughs> Florida Evans, you told her to say that. I did not. And for your information, Penny already knows more than you give her credit for, Willona Woods. Willona looks saying? like Rod Stewart. <laughs> I am saying she just died. The only Jack Bowes just died. I think. Fairy princess is waking up to the real world, while you are still having babies with stomach mumps. <laughs> Mrs. Evans, you don't tell a child that her friend is pregnant. It could cause her to have a trauma. Oh, that's ridiculous. It would sure give me one. <laughs> Ooh, trauma in his trousers. <laughs> She said Tina's puffy stomach made her look pregnant. But she still doesn't know what she should. And you was going to tell her everything, huh? Yes, I was, because evidently you weren't. I told you I would tell her when she was ready. And I will decide when she's ready, me, not you. Ladies, ladies, please. She's like, I was going to tell her all the cool stuff. How to arch her back, twerking. <laughs> Uh-oh. You just got shut down. Michael, I told you I'd get him to agree on one thing. Come on, Jiggy, let's get out of here and let Mother and Wilona talk about this thing. Oh, when she's ready, I will sit her down and talk to her. When she's ready. Wilona, you can't gain anything by letting a girl Penny's age run around Chicago thinking that booster shots will keep her stomach down. I gotta say, though, in general, Television back then yeah. was awful. <laughs> this is not interesting. I know. <laughs> it's just not. There's nothing. W- w- why is it not interesting to you? I'm just curious. Just because this has just been so far 10 minutes of just neighbors bickering with each other. Well, they're trying to deal with the social issue. That's what they're trying to make it kind of important. And it's also a strange relationship. I feel like it's not healthy that they don't leave their house ever. Yeah. <laughs> they apparently are just in, you know, there's an outside of the Cabrini Green. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't control the, uh, they couldn't control the, uh, the set, the cost. I know where they're at. The brown line's right there. Yeah, exactly. They can take a ride. Yep. Yeah, they can. Uh-oh. I don't mean not to, so I called someone else, but she wasn't home. So I probably brought them to me, but when I, I met them in the hall... He, he said he wouldn't give it to me if I didn't let her. Uh oh. She got jumped. In this Maybe. short amount of time? Yeah, yeah, she got jumped. Don't, don't cry. Don't cry. But why did he try to do that? Did I do anything wrong? I told him they were fake. I told him. Is it I my fault? Penny, she Penny, pulled on the heartstrings. I ran away from him. Oh, thank God. Does this look like. Yeah, is this like watching watching Gone with the Wind to you? Does it seem that dated to you? Yeah, this is like Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) Yeah, it is. They're all wearing 
it looks like they're wearing the furniture in the yeah. apartment. But you can't let us think that's all a lot of pastels. Yeah. Well, they're trying to break out in of the late 70s. Name, Take her home and talk to her now. I gotta, I'll call the police. Aside from her being possibly beaten just now, yeah, I just don't see why this is a plot of like, hey, I'm going to do an episode and Penny's friend is pregnant, but her mom says it's stomach mumps. And, and then they're dealing with like, it turns and into And then they're a- just like, and then what? And you're just like, no, that's it. Yeah. That's the episode. That's how it ends. <laughs> I mean, but you see, they're, they're trying to go for two-parters. They're trying to push themselves, you know? Yeah. I wonder what my... Oh, you right. want to take a break and then yes. hit into this Different Strokes yes, episode? Absolutely. We'll finish out with the Different Strokes. Absolutely. Man. All right. We'll see, we'll see you back on the other side. Get spring break styles for the entire family. Tees and tanks for just $5 and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride, crafted with passion. Jeep Cherokee, find love again, right on the Gulf Coast. Beau Rivage, a feeling like no other. To succeed in our ever-changing, busy world, you've got to create your own brilliant website. Wix makes it simple. Create your website today, it's easy, and it's free. Every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Imagine waking up to the enticing aroma of bacon, sausage, fluffy eggs, and a whiff of delectable hash browns. Stop imagining. Get to McDonald's with a deluxe breakfast platter because nobody has ever woken up to the fresh smell of cereal. All right, we're back. Yep. Yep. A little break. Now we're going to get we're gonna crack into this. This is a forty-eight minute two-parter. We're gonna watch every minute of this. Well, we can. <laughs> yeah, this is an episode that was my first entree. I could even into the, the concept. Well, that's the of, thing about this too, because I know you're not gonna. We can fast forward through at yeah, any point. Yeah, it's so cool. it's, it's this cool. is both parts. Cool. Uh, but again, my my intro to this. This is the two-part episode where Gordon Jump from WKRP in Cincinnati, Different Strokes, is on Different Strokes. He plays a bicycle repair guy, I think. I think that's what his job is. The episode's called The Bicycle Man. And he is actually, that is a front for him being a pedophile. Yes. He is engaged in the sexual abuse of children. And Arnold almost gets sucked into it. But Arnold and Arnold's friend Dudley, they get kind of sucked into it. And it, it was it was very disturbing to me when I was, what year did this come out? Was this, was this, I probably was, um, I was probably too old to be disturbed, but I, I know I was. I was probably 14 or 13. It was still disturbing to me. Because <laughs> I was a little bit of a square, you know? Let's see. The Bicycle Man. When did it come out? Because this is a... I'm telling Type in one-handed here, so... Oh, that's okay. It's all good. It just... Uh, it's a great episode. The fact that you picked that episode is like... that Keith... You just okay. So you fe- went up a notch. February fifth, nineteen eighty three. Oh, so so I was a uh, thirteen when this episode came out. I was thirteen, <laughs> right? The prime picking for yeah, I was fucking say, Gordon Jump. I, I think that's. I was trying to put myself. Your parents down, were like, probably so concerned you were going to get diddled, dude. Alan King happened. I, I'll tell or, you what, though, dude. Steve dude, King or whatever the dude, fuck happened. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. Back then, 
it wasn't talked about, and there wasn't really a real well, fear of that. And I think, but it started to happen. Also, in the, 80s, the where idea happened forever, but the idea of getting abducted, I think, was new back then. Well, absolutely, yeah, and that people were again. That was the Reagan era coming in. And the idea of law and order is going to take things over. And one of the ways law and order is going to take things over is to make us not trust one another. I mean, you think about it. I had I had uncles that would, they'd, they'd fucking hitchhike from Minneapolis to San Antonio. They would hitchhike. They would leave with $20 from, from Minnesota and go to San Antonio and, like, meet a family there and hang out for two That's weeks like and stuff, That's like some real you know? sequel to a horror movie shit you right know, I mean, there. Like, like in 1975, 1976, they would do, I mean, Hitchhiking was huge in this country. You you could go across the country in it. I mean, when I was in Europe, there were people I knew in, in the Netherlands were like, "Yeah, you know, we we used to hitchhike in the seventies in the states all the time." But that all, I'm telling you, that all went away in the early eighties. The crime thing started to become a real issue. But I also know my uncle got jumped one time. <laughs> he got flat out jumped. He got his wallet taken. All you right. know, so are you he ready? He got his wallet taken. This is what happened. He got his wallet taken. Where? At, like in like Missouri. And he had to get back to And he had no money. No, you get your wallet taken in Missouri. Yeah. So, <laughs> Not Missouri. And he had to make it back to Minneapolis. And it was like, so he just went to a pizza hut and said, listen, uh, I, I just got jumped. Your parking lot is dirty. Can I p- clean it up for like 10 bucks? And he was like, yeah, just work like two hours. We'll I give just you 10 went up bucks. to the pizza parlor with my balls in my hands there. And, 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 I told and they, gave, they gave him ten bucks, and he was able to get a bus ticket for for nine dollars. Jesus Christ! From Missouri to Minneapolis—that's how much you have to pay to put, get your backpack on a bus. Wow! <laughs> so, but he was able to do that, you know. And it's like, but but again, he also got jumped. So, so in a way, you can romanticize it, but you, you're going to be a vulnerable population. I mean, the classic thing: I mean, how many women got fucking killed? On like the roadside, you know, Hell creepy. Yeah. You know, that, that, that that shit happens, you know. And it's like that's, that's why Eileen Wernos fucking did what she did. God, what a life, man! You have been. You are a damaged human being. Yeah, you're a damaged now, soul. And then now she thinks. Uh, well, I think she's dead now, right? Yeah, she got the yeah, she got the death penalty. Uh, yeah. But she thought there were people in prison that were putting signals through the TV. Like she got real into conspiracies that yeah. she was hearing signals, and they were yeah. putting they were putting brain waves in her eyes. And well, I think that what's so sad about her is she was created. She was a destroyed well, human yeah. being. You know? Well, also what I think happened is, is I think the first few probably were self-defense. And then oh, she yeah. just got the bloodlust. Yeah. And she Sometimes was just, you yeah. just get the lust. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, Monster is a good movie, but I think her life could have been better if she would have been exposed to the yeah. serious topic we're going to go into. Because if I'm not mistaken, Conrad Bain, he starts Mr. Drummond. <laughs> we're, well, he's going to let you know. We're, we're going to do, we're going to yep. pop in and out. Maybe yep, we'll see, maybe, and maybe we'll even wander at some points. But this is going to be the background for okay. the rest of the episode. Absolutely. Hello, I'm Conrad Bain. <laughs> Tonight on Different Strokes, we're starting a special two-part show on a very sensitive and important subject. Now, we urge families, children, and parents alike to watch both of these informative episodes and then to discuss the problem presented, which is of deep concern to all of us. So he's a gr- grandfatherly character. He's, you know, he's trustworthy. You know what I mean? It's hard not trusting your sexual grandfather. Alan Thicke, dad of growing pain, singing right now. Got nothing but the jeans. They got different... St- Gary Coleman uh, made $2 million a year he made two, he was the highest paid television actor in the late 70s and into the early 80s the highest paid I'll television actor Dana Plato overdosed on heroin in a double wide trailer she killed herself 
Todd Bridges is still alive. Yeah, but he had problems too. Oh yeah, he struggled. Boy, there's definitely a different strokes curse. Oh, I mean, I mean that, that even, was a big joke in the mid. Even Gary Coleman, early stand up from Crocious. Conrad Bain's the only one that came out unscathed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> yeah, she got a spinoff. Oh, right off the top, dude. Yeah. Look at that fucking tracksuit, dude. Arnold, the man's name is Mr. Horse. Right. Hey, Mr. Bicycle Man. <laughs> you know, Daddy, I just feel wonderful. I love these Sunday afternoon bike rides. Wow. Yep, it's great exercise riding through Central Park, down the lanes, across the little bridges, around the reservoir, and over the winos. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I used to do that with knives till I cut myself out of the axe. <laughs> Another great entrance, Mr. Horton. Hey, were you in the Another service? great entrance. You're a flamboyant fact, character, Mr. They Horton. used to bill me as the human cannonball. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Until the ball got too big for the cannon. <laughs> oh. Well, he jokes. even got Mr. Drummond up. <laughs> this is more than I can say for myself. I mean, even Drummond was like, "This like, guy's a barrel of laughs." I think this is what I'm writing right now. <laughs> when you're lean and thin, and they can't even see where to finish on top. Glad <laughs> you noticed that, Arnold. How much can I pay for the bicycle rental? Well, let's see. That's four bicycles, two hours. That's twenty-eight dollars. There you are. Oh, I just love taking. Oh, I just way. love rubbing money. <laughs> oh God! Let's see what he has to say. Buy bikes for the family. Oh, we discussed it, Mr. Horton, but we decided we don't need our own bikes. Wait a minute! Hold the phone. <laughs> you may have decided, but nobody check with the kid whose feet barely touch the pedals. <laughs> Cause he's a midget. We have a place to store bikes. Well, not only. I think it's funny because he's just like, wait a minute, I'm 37 years old, and when he when he turned 18. He was supposed to come into like, I mean, he was supposed to come into like millions of dollars, like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars and five feet of and, height. And, and, and his parents, they totally, he ended up suing his parents and he won a judgment against him, but he, he ended up winning like two million bucks, but his parents fucking took his money. Your Honor. And, and so he, his life was just awful. Your Honor, they told me on my 18th birthday that I would become a full grown boy. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I know. So, and I mean, what a mind fuck. You know what I mean? Like being like the making that much money is hyper successful, but your body is like distorted, which, you know, your your relationship to your body is an important now, thing. I will say the know? bike he wants is fucking serious. It's kind of like a Haro type BMX bike. Uh, I remember for a two year period, Keith, from 81 to 83, BMX. BMXing was my thing. The movie Rad, dude. I was ha- well, it was E.T. Have you ever seen Rad? E.T. is a fuck. There's a scene. Have what you ever it? seen Rad? Uh. I've seen parts of it, yes, but not, not the Talia whole thing. Shire's in Rad. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't she Spike Jones's mom or something like that? Or, She's or no, Jason, Jason Schwartzman's yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah exactly. We've got one living in our apartment. But I mean, having it like, I mean, what a mind fuck for him. And then he, at least, at least you have your money. You know what I mean? You got your money. He did not deal with it well. Those celebrity shows, those, those surreal life shows, whatever they were. Uh-oh, here's Jump. <laughs> I definitely think you should have a bicycle before you leave for Washington. <laughs> okay, Arnold, you can have it for your birthday. Oh, thank you, Dad. Oh, thanks, Mr. Horton. <laughs> I got a terrific idea. It Arnold. moved a little bit. You know, bit. I got to get the word out on this uh, special sale I'm having. I thought if you could pick up 
Mr. Drummond put the fucking layaway on it, too. He just fucking gave three months of grooming to fucking old Horton. Yeah. As in hand over, no strings, come into the house. You got it. That is, if it's all right with your dad. Oh, it's fine with me. I think you're very generous, Mr. Horton. Oh, he's doing me a favor, too, you know. What's the old saying? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Oh. You can da, come da, up with da, 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 scratch me all over. Uh-oh. Hear ye, hear ye. Boy, he's like... Yeah, being a paper boy was still a gig back then. He's flyering for this guy's bicycle shop. Do you know I was never a paper boy? No, neither was I. That was all... You had to get up at like four in the morning. They were never going to let a child do that. No, Not I, in my era. No, I, I know a guy, Todd Beebe, delivered the, the, the Sunday Washington Post to like 260 homes. That's that Dudley. Willis? That's, oh, that's Dudley. Dudley. It's his buddy Dudley, who Dudley. was in who was in uh, uh, <laughs> he was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he was making the leap. God, he looks like the black kid from Swamp Thing. Now, Mr. Horton is having a terrific sale over at the bicycle shop. Now you can have a bicycle that's fancier and better than the one your best friend has. You see? This is your chance to stick his nose in. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna be—you're gonna have to stick your nose into something first. Wait, well, exactly. You know, he's putting him out. They're almost—they're helping him. You know what I mean? They're, he's creating a pipeline. You know? Dudley's grooming him. How crazy is Dudley's that? Dudley's Galen Maxwell. <laughs> that whole—I mean, you know. Well, this is very topical. Oh, absolutely. This is in the news. Absolutely, it is. This is real life. <laughs> Just imagine that the bike shop owner is our government. <laughs> like that, that, those sort of those libidinous tales that people love throwing that out there because it makes it yeah it makes it cartoonishly evil. It's evil for even worse reasons than Dudley's Cory Booker. Fucking Arnold is fucking. Uh, who's the dude who's the housing secretary? He ran for president. Not Herman. Uh, oh, Herman God, Kane. Not Herman Kane. No, no, not him. The. Uh, her, it was. It was. I'm sorry. It's the other block. What's his name? Who, who? Who's the doctor? Who's? Who's the physician? Who's the head of HUD now? Who's just? I should know that. I work in affordable yeah. housing. That's anyway, all, that's Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're a great passer out, or now are you going to be a good taker dicker? This is almost See, like, all the kids are coming in. This is almost like FM radio, too, because you can't get graphic, but you still have to show that he is going to diddle these kids. Yeah. So there's almost comical innuendo that's necessary to lay the track. Oh, of course. Yeah, them. That's part of his rap. This sounds like a job for Captain Banana Split. Oh. This is where Varsity Blues got the idea for the whipped cream bikini. Games and stuff. Oh, you like games? Yeah, that's what I live for next to food. I almost forgot. I have this friend named Dudley in my class. He would like to earn a free radio. Why does he have an entire house in the back of his bike shop? It's a small business in Manhattan. That's a dead giveaway right there. Well, it sounds like it might work out. That'd be an odd life to live. Why don't you bring him on in here? We'll talk it over. 
like bananas, don't you? Yeah. You like bananas, huh? Lots of ice cream? Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, we'll make this a three different job here. Yeah. Chocolate sauce, huh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> see? That, that looks yes. good. Uh, I'll bet you're a whipped cream man. You see? Yeah. You see? He's, uh, he's bribing with food right now. That is a horribly made banana split. Did I say something? It was serious. The sweetest, the gooeyest, the stickiest, the most disgusting banana split I think I've ever eaten. And then you're not going to eat this until I put a little bit of my semen on top of it, right? No, no, no. What happens is he gets dirty, so he suggests him taking a bath. All right, well, let's watch. Yeah. The fact you know, that Gordon I'm, Jump did this role is bizarre. Dude, he probably dove into this. This is Absolutely. my this is my opportunity to play a pedophile in a real movie. Uh, a a, a meteor more complex character, you know. He's in WKRP in Cincinnati, right? He was the owner of the station. Well no, but if he's going to his mother his mother was. He was like Oh wow, Mr. Horton, what a terrific thing to do. You sure understand kids. And you sure know how to pig out. I think my jokes are just bad. I like bad. you too, Arnold. Hmm. Hmm. You know, there's just one thing, though. Maybe we better not let your dad know about the bike. Why not? I tell dad everything. Oh, well, that, that's great. I mean, that's exactly what you should do. But in this case, it, it just might spoil his fun. See, if, if he found out that you had it before he, he had a chance to give it to you. Not to mention that I could get in trouble, too, you know, for letting you have it. Oh, oh I never thought of that. Mm. I wouldn't want to get you in trouble. Mm. That was an fact, awkward. Maybe it would be best if you didn't even mention, you know, that you came back here and I gave you all this ice cream before dinner. Why don't we just make it my little secret? You know something, Mr. Horton? You're sneaky. <laughs> he sees through him. Sneaky. Yeah, I'm getting a whole new respect for sneaky. <laughs> I mean I I mean I did oil up before you, know you came. I really like you. I really like you. Oh, he's stroking him. He definitely... <laughs> now, you can fade to black all you want. Arnold was penetrated in the back well, of that. Well, well... I'm just going to... Not even a spoiler. I read that... I read about this whole episode. There's no way Arnold did not get... Diddled? Oh, really? Just the way they explain it. Like, there's... Oh, that's a pretty good hug. That's a pretty good bike you got me. Listen, aren't you a little late getting home this afternoon? Oh, uh, I was at Dudley's. Dudley's? But he called to say he was coming over here. Oh, that's probably why he wasn't home when I got there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, where have you been? I mean, do you know that it's almost time for dinner? Well, I was wow. just strolling down the avenue and found my way to the pet shop, and I was going to come home, but there was a loaf. Anytime your kid says he was strolling down the avenue, yeah. he got diddled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to lie. Hey, where you been, Arnold? Man, you missed your after-school snack in your before-dinner stomach started. That's okay. I'm not hungry. You not hungry? What did you do at the pet shop? Load up on kibble? <laughs> there we go. God, what stale bad jokes. God, these are corny shorts. jokes. <laughs> Am I that corny? Don't give us that, Arnold. 
I bet you stopped off at that stand on the way home and had a few hot pretzels. Pretzels? P-R-E-T-Z-E-L-S. P-E-N-I-S. Oh. See, Willis is like a, he's a, he's a teenager now, you know what I mean? He's a... Yeah, nah, I guess you got me. Oh, dude. Gary Coleman's older than all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Including Mr. Trump. Conrad Bain, yeah. Here's Dudley. How's it going, my man? Oh, I'm hanging in here. Good, keep hanging. How's it going, my keep man? Keep hanging, blood. <laughs> I wonder if my writing's that bad. What did you say to me today? I didn't want Dad to know that I was down at the bicycle shop today. Why not? Because Mr. Horton and I loaded up on banana splits. I had bananas coming out of my ears. Oh, you're going to have them coming out of something else and into a few places. Yeah, but he sure knows how to treat a kid. He's got this back room with toys and trains and video games. Yeah. And woo. Yeah, I mean, it's like he just died and went to that big Disneyland in the sky. See, it's his angle. Well, did you talk to him about me? Yeah. He didn't want to go for it at first, but I Dude, Dudley is trying sale. to get raped. <laughs> yeah. yeah du- oh, man, you're a real pal. Oh, you're right. Dudley. Don't ever forget <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Come on, man, let's go to my room. You know, I mean, Gary Coleman, highest paid television actor of his era. Highest paid television actor. Lost all of it. 79, 80, 80. Well, well his parents, they... they uh, they misinvested, misappropriated, and I think flat out take, took some of it. You know, they called him. I mean, he had, uh, yeah, he had to sue his own parents at like oh, 19, here we 19. Go. You know, oh look at that special issue. Some fucking dirty magazines. Yeah. Magazines, they don't even exist anymore. Look, they're fucking prepared. He, he got all over. He he fucked all over our shirts last time we were here. About the rain because you're my sunshine, my only sunshine. Hey, you make me happy. Anybody, that's yeah. another sign, too. Whenever you're doing this between things, yeah. Yeah. you're trying to get those pants off. Oh, this is my friend Dudley that I was wow. telling you about. Well, hi, Dudley. Hi, Mr. Horton. Hey, listen, my friend Arnold here tells me that you want to help pass out my flyers. Will I get a radio, too? Well, if you can pass out those flyers like Arnold does, I don't see why you shouldn't. He tells me he taught you everything he knows. <laughs> he told me you're rip-tipped and ready to rock, so let's, uh... Ooh, smell that? You guys uh, cut holes no. in those jackets, no. right? No, nothing. Hmm. I smell it. I bet it's pizza. <laughs> you got a great smeller, fella. Yeah, well, let's don't just stand here, man. Let's track it down. Man. God, these corny ass jokes. I don't even, are they even jokes or just, it's embarrassing. I feel embarrassed watching his humor. They don't call me old pizza nose for nothing. Dude, video games were so bad. Oh, he had that Atari hockey. There's no way he had anything less than Atari hockey. Listen, when when Pac-Man came out, ColecoVision, twenty bucks. It was twenty bucks to buy one of those. That's how that's how people were addicted to the video game. Twenty dollars for a video game. That's my that's my era of video games. The scarring for getting diddled by Mr. Horton, priceless. 
Oh, here we go. You think we should look at this one? Of course. Of course. <laughs> the ladies are naked. <laughs> Except for the leather boots. <laughs> Holy smoke. Speaking of smoke, there's some coming out. She has here. salami in her lap. <laughs> It's a dirt kid's dirty. Hey, this guy must be afraid of that girl. He's holding her off with a whip and chain. It's almost more graphic than if you could just show them getting penetrated. Now I know why they call it the big top. I don't know how I'd feel it if someone said someone's molesting your children or someone is watching your child look at porn. Yeah. I'd be more creeped out with the latter, to be quite honest with you. The first one, I'd be enraged. Yeah. Uh oh, she busts them. Trying to cover up their little oh, yep, boners. Let's, let's see how he gets out of this. Let's see how he gets out of this. Gordon jump. Oh, Crocious, he ain't trying to get out of anything. This is how he's getting into it. Yeah. I want to see what he says. Well, here he says. It's. Especially when there's that much lady to look at. nothing to be ashamed of. Haven't your folks ever taken you to a museum? You know, most of the famous statues are naked. Yeah, but at least they had fig leaves. The one in the magazine didn't even have a piece of parsley. God, they're still just pounding that sex joke. You know the writers are just like, okay, another sex joke. Okay, another, another, another mag joke. They don't call me old dirty magazine's nose for nothing. Oh, what a meager ass guys, slice of pizza. We could just have an awful lot of fun. I would be out, dude. You got to give me more pizza if you're trying to get in my pants. Gonna freeze your tush off. What kind of fun? Well, for instance, a skinny dip. Either you guys ever go skinny dipping? Nah, I never done that. Me neither. Unless you want to count the time when the fire hydrant blew my pants off. Man. <laughs> These jokes. Just bad. I feel like to write that joke, you have to be put up on some sort of investigation to possible molestation. But it's just so. What did they say there? The crowd groaned at. What did they say? The crowd groaned at. Here we are down at the old water hole. The crowd groaned. Here they are, right here. I got some pictures around here of a bunch of us skinny dipping. You guys are going to love them. Uh, see if I can find them. Uh, oh, the the line's being you. crossed. Oh, God, you're going to love The line's these. being crossed. Hey, you don't have any clothes on either. <laughs> you don't think I'm going to let them kids have all the fun, do you? Look, everybody's laughing and, and horsing around, having a good time. See, we, had a, we had a great thing <laughs> That he guy sounds like right Dennis there, Franz. That guy right there is oh, no. the doctor for the United States gymnastics team. Man. Well, if you ask me, there are too many uptight, dignified people in the world today anyway. It's time we all let our hair down. Do you know what tight is, Arnold? 
pizza would taste a whole lot better with a glass of wine. Uh, you guys can't <laughs> a pizza tastes a whole lot better off your body. Yeah. <laughs> Do you realize that in France, everybody drinks wine, including kids? Much Look at him, man. He's getting them loaded. He, He's got his plan. Boy, this is how you escalate into a third act, huh? Yeah. The two-parter. This is probably the end of the first part or the first... Uh, how far are we into the episode? Like 21 minutes in? Yeah. Is that where we're at, 21? Yeah. So they're almost at the end of the first episode. Wine's gross, too. I love wine. It's disgusting. But it's like an adult taste. Yeah, exactly. You don't give kids wine. Exactly. You give them some brandy or something like that. <laughs> you cut it with something. Cooking you know? sherry. Yeah, yeah. You, or you put you, it in like a mixed drink, you know? Or a Jack and Coke. Just chloroform these kids. <laughs> That's, oh, man. <laughs> I got a great idea. You know he's got chloroform somewhere in that house. You know if none of this works... My man's got a plan C. Yeah. Wow. Just call me Moana. Okay, Moana. Why don't you stand over there in front of that man-eating plant there, huh? God, I... I am... Again, we always say this every episode. Aren't you glad... That you are not. I, I'm so glad I'm not a pedophile. I'm so glad that I those urges. Are. I'm just interested in why he's even turned on by this. Well, it's his. He's slowly. Oh, he's going to get his shirt off. He's yeah, going to get that shirt exactly, off. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Oh, look, he went right away. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you glisten. You're like a. You're like a big piece of driftwood standing there, Dudley. <laughs> yeah, Dudley. Yeah, it's you know. Oh, oh man. Holy Christ. Hey, you know, for 1983, this is starting to work. Aren't you uncomfortable? Dude, yeah. Take some more pictures. Give me a strike a pose. Let's see what you did. Hey, that's great. That is a weak pose. Guys, we're just going to have a great time. Guys, if I'm going to put you on the auction, I need you to pose. See? To be continued. He's just like, guys, you know? I'm not going to lie. I have 12 grand on both of you. You need to look sexy. You need to look tight. I need you to be into this. <laughs> let, let me get some water. I got, I got a lot riding on this. Let me fix something here. All right. We're going to break into the next episode here. This is the... the tr- Part two. The, the dramatic conclusion. The climax in more ways than one. Of the, uh, of the child sex abuse episode. Of different strokes. He just basketball yeah, short style rips yeah. off his fucking pants. <laughs> Don't drop that camera or I'll have to spank you. They're aping the fucking Bill Cosby bouncing cockroach on the moon. Yeah. Holy fuck. He's going to get so much money for those pants, for those pictures. I mean, we don't want to be 
Black kids are double. Maybe we should have a little more one. No thanks. I'd rather get Dude, he is getting loose with these kids. Yeah. Absolutely. You see, Dudley gets taken. Well, <laughs> this Dude, is, this is the inspiration hammered. for the movie what Taken. Okay, fellas, here we go. What do you say? School. Bottoms up. He looks disgusted. He's like, Arnold, I hate Jews. Yeah. There was a sinister t- like trail to that. Get mad at me. Well, you guys got to get a little dark. He's got to get darker in part two. He literally sounds like, like Dennis Franz to me. He's got to be a Chicago trained actor, Gordon Jump. Hey, hey, hey. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. As a rapist, yeah. you got to be on your games. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, yeah, there is a... Uh, listen, you got to be involved. In, to to in, be that invested in it, to, to, to manipulate the situation, even though this is ham-handed, obviously. But you, obviously, there has to be a rap that you have to go through Dude, to, to get, to get your I'm going to tell you right now, I babysat my nine-year-old cousin when I first moved out here. Yeah. I didn't have one clue on how to entertain this kid. There is no way in hell yeah. this kid would have let me anywhere near his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up, drumming. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, ah. Guys, maybe we ought to hold it down. Keep it real quiet, huh? Hi there, Mr. Horton. Well, hello, Mr. Drummond. What uh, brings you out on a day like this? Well, I was just going by this way, and I thought I'd stop in and square up with you on that bicycle I'm getting for Arnold. Would you take your credit card? Oh, sure. Oh, I left home without it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you take this other card? Sure. Man, Arnold deserves (laughs) to get raped after that joke. Ah, There we go. Now, if... uh... You don't mind. You sign that for me. I'll fill it out later. This I don't want to hold you up. Look at that oh, no, old school ass credit card ahead, machine. He had a carbon yeah, copy. Absolutely. That fucking I, those are the credit card machines bike, I remember. Huh? <laughs> now be careful because I got to mail I I got this one friend. out. <laughs> my little face beamed. I jumped up and down with joy. <laughs> Drummond is rich, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, what it was that the plot line is, is that. So he can buy cash. With oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a millionaire. He's actually. being cheap. I mean, he lives in Park Avenue, and he had to adopt the two kids because his previous helper died, and she, and they lived in Harlem, and, and she kind of willed the kids to, to him. That, that's basically the story. That's how it all started. That, 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 that's the first day of the rest of your so life. he does not you know? want these kids, basically. No, no, he's, he actually is he's a, he a kind, yeah, he's a grandfatherly father figure. It takes three seasons for him to not call him Mr. Drummond, right? Mr. D, yeah. Yeah. Hello there. Let's go. And then when I was eleven, I had a paper route. I guess I was. I'll tell you what happened in that back room room before Drummond got there. Just jerked him off the road. 
Oh. Uh, am I keeping you from something? You seem to be a little distracted. Oh. Oh, me? Oh, no, no, I was just, uh, you know, clo- closing oh, up. No, I, I was got, just I molesting. I mean, I was just cleaning oh, up the well. shop. See, I think him being anxious is how they catch him. <laughs> Listen, uh, thanks for coming by, and give my best to the family. Okay, thanks. See you again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, fellas, I got rid of the... <laughs> I know... Dude, that is a just a rape paradise in that room. He's got arcade games, yeah, treats. He's chewing gum because he's one of his parents. Oh, he's hammered, dude. Yeah, because he had had a glass of wine. Look how tiny he is. Oh, he tells Willis. What? Dana Plato's all fucking um, fucking Norco and shit. Man, she was her life, man. I mean, I guess like towards the end of the show, like like in later years, she was all fucked up. Like she was all fucked up, you know. Like and missing lines. Anytime you have the most entertaining part of an E. True Hollywood story, your life didn't turn out good, man. I gotta admit, I love E. Hollywood true stories. They're great. There's one about good times, of course. She's just like, he's got a point, Willis. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Dudley's dad let us have a couple of sips because it was a special Throwing occasion. Dudley's dad under occasion. the bus, dude. DCFS is coming for Dudley's, Dudley's dad. dad. Absolutely. That'd be great if that was a fucking repercussion. <laughs> if that was a storyline that played out through the rest of the show. That's just a joke. Remember, like, when you got my dad arrested for fucking <laughs> child pornography? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he still has a friendship with Gordon Jump. Doesn't want to throw his friend under the bus. You don't have to tell him. I mean, why give me something to worry about? It's not like you're going to find me sleeping in the gutter with a red nose and a three-day growth beard. I shave every day, Willis. Look, I promise I'm through with wine forever. How old was he, like 15? Who? Gary Coleman? Yeah. Yeah, he was a year older than me. I was born in 69. He was born in 68, I think. So, so he was still like a kid. He just wasn't this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he was he was 15, but he was not eight. Like when he first came in, they wanted to keep him at eight, basically. And, and that, I guess that was a very frustrating thing for him. Plus, he also had a kidney. You know, that's the reason he was so short. He had a, 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 kid, a birth defect with his kidneys, you know. Yeah, I'm sure she wasn't like, hey, let's get a drink after. She's just like, <laughs> when they know, say cut, let's get loaded. She's just like, you know, if you drink a whole bottle of Listerine, you get super fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dad, um, I'm getting too old for that mush. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm almost twice your age. Hey. <laughs> he had the worst, corniest jokes ever. Looks like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> He's got that London fog That's jacket. That's the jacket of someone who's about to run out on his two adopted black sons. Yeah, it's it's a it's a jacket of a flasher. That, that was like the ubiquitous yeah. flasher draft. Do flashers still exist? I got this jacket from your friend, <laughs> Mr. Horton. Yeah, oh, yeah, wouldn't that be bizarre if you did that? Look at him reading, both reading giant books.
mysterious disappearing bicycle, brother. I mean, now you see it. I mean, now you don't. All right, we're in the final yep. 13 minutes yep, here. Exactly. I told you you could do the whole 48. We looked out the peephole and saw it was my dad. This is, you see, this is, we have to watch this. The audience says we have to get into it. Suspect? Dude, I'll tell you what, the fat collar over the sweater is so rapey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw a little bell bottom on there, maybe a leather shoe. Yeah, that was a look, that was a look in the late 70s, early 80s. There were still elements of the 70s and the early 80s, but the 80s went very much into pastel colors and stuff. Oh, dude, it was all pastel colors and like parakeet yellow. Oh, by, by, by mid-late 80s, absolutely. Like in the 80s, my grandparents, their pots and pans matched their furniture. <laughs> like so, uh, Their fondue set yeah. matched the furniture. See, here we go. Dude, he's creating games. He's baking cakes. He's cooking pizzas. I got to say, he's a monster, but he's earned it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's putting his time, puts his back into it, you know? I feel like we've just taught people how to successfully well, that, that, that's what, well, this show, a child. Well, hopefully it's successful to, to identify a person like that. Dude, Mr. Drummond would be canceled so hard in this day and age. I, I'm, I don't even know why, off the top of my head, they'll find a reason, though. <laughs> because he has black kids that he's adopted or something? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, he's showing him, yeah, like a yeah. dirty fucking yeah. cartoon. Exactly. Nerfy the Mouse. That's the name of the cartoon. It's like Felix the Cat. Yeah, exactly. But it's got to be a kid's toy, like a Nerf ball. Dude, Dudley's in. Dudley's been yeah, in yeah, since the first minute. Yeah, of absolutely. Well, yeah, well, Gordon Jump has eyed him up. He knows he took Arnold, to this Arnold's like a tougher nut to crack. Dudley took to this just with like a bird to the air. <laughs> He's just breaking up coke on the fucking comic books. Arnold's had enough, dude. Yeah. Dudley's going to get fucking hold out. Dude, you are abandoning your friend. Yep. Arnold, what are you doing? I mean, good, you saved yourself, but poor Dudley. Yeah. He looks like the guy from fucking Psych. You see, see Arnold went away, but and, and, yeah, yeah. He, I think, I think he tells them, yeah, he knows something is wrong. Oh, something happened. There's no way Dudley. Oh, D D didn't Dudley, get raped. yeah, Dudley did. Dudley did. Well, Arnold did didn't. <laughs> she looks like she's writing a letter to her. 
fucking Civil War husband. I know the days in Antietam were long. <laughs> if you could score some Valium down there, bring them. It's been warmer than Hades. <laughs> secure them in your bottom. Forgive me for barging in on you like this, but I thought it was something we should discuss in person. It's about my son. Look, uh, my well, kid's intestines now. fell out. Yeah. No. Can I get you a cup of coffee? No, nothing, thanks. So, uh, you have a problem with Dudley? Yeah, I feel a little awkward about this, but I'd really appreciate it if you didn't let him have any more wine when he's over here. <laughs> uh -oh, yeah, this is how it comes out. Where I think this both revealed that Dudley, Dudley and Arnold are well, not good friends to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both just tattle. You fucking well, you sync up a lie. Yeah, is what you do. I know. I hate to be a snitch, but I think you're right, Willis. Tell me what, Willis? Well, yesterday Arnold came home with wine on his breath, and he said Mr. Ramsey gave it to him. Me. <laughs> he looks like Danny Glover. Now why didn't yeah. you two tell me that before? Dude, Danny Glover uh, ruined Danny, this guy's Arnold career. So yep. This guy's gonna have. They probably went to the similar reads at the same time. Oh you know? God! I assure you, Phil, I never give wine. They were like, this guy's. Well, this guy's that I one guy, but he doesn't look like a fucking horse. Yeah. But neither do I. They're still babies. Well, it looks like the babies have gone from the nipple straight to the ripple. There you go. There he goes. Get your line in. <laughs> Man, this show. Every, this show ruined everybody. Yeah. Well, don't fucking... Here we go. Here his we go. butt's been through enough. Oh, uh, hi, uh, Mr. Ramsey. He can't get his way out of this one. He can't cute his way out of this one. discuss something that I found quite informative. Oh, what's that? You and Dudley hitting the bottle. What you talking about, Dad? There's the catchphrase. They saved it for the whole two-parter. Exactly. You had to wait a week for this one, didn't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You talked about it at school. Yeah, I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> your teachers overheard you talking about it and thought you were talking about your real life. No, I don't think that, you know, no. Mr. Crocious, are you... <laughs> Uh oh, here we go. Yep. Mr. Horton, man in the bicycle shop. What's he got to do with this? Well, while I was there with Dudley, he gave us some pizza and wine. What else went on there? He showed us some pictures. Everybody was naked. <laughs> naked? And he showed us some kinky cartoons. What do you mean by kinky? Well, you told me about the birds and the bees, <clears throat> but... That's nothing compared to what those mice were doing. <laughs> well, what were you wearing, Arnold? I think I'd better have a talk with our Mr. Horton. Uh-oh, yeah, here we go. Yes, I sure do. Is there something wrong, Dad? Maybe we should go get Dude, Mr. Horton is about to beat the shit out of Mr. Drummond. Oh Dudley's still there, yep. Now, wait a second. Maybe we should call the police first. The police? And I'm going to leave a message with Dudley's father. The chief of police was there, Dad. Oh, oh look, I'm sorry, Mr. Drummond. I'm just about to close up here. I, I've had a little problem. Is this Horton? Yes, it is. I think you've got a big problem, Mr. Horton. Now, where's Dudley? Arnold told us that he was here. Look, I don't understand. Was it some kind of joke, Mr. Drummond? Stay with him. Hey, wait a minute, man. You, you can't go back there. Dudley? 
Dudley, where are you? Dude, Dudley is hugging that toilet in the bathroom. It might be better if I looked in there first. Are you okay? Yes, Dummy. And I'm glad to see you. Boy, I sure feel goofy. Did Mr. Horton give you anything, Dudley? A pill. He said it would make me feel good. Dudley? <coughs> <coughs> Nobody's beating the shit out of this guy. Are you alright? Yeah, I guess so. I'm kind of scared. Dudley, I want you to tell me. But like, first, exactly what put your yeah. shirt on. Yeah. Because they all just look like accomplices now. now yeah. Dudley, you can tell everything to Detective Simpson because he's here to help us. <laughs> and do it slow. Well, at first, Dad, I was having a lot of fun. Then Mr. Horton, he tried to... tried to touch me. It's not your fault, son. His dad's just like, like this? And I don't blame you. Is that Walt Frazier? I'm not going to punish you. It looks like fucking... Yeah, it does look like... Fucking Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like Walt Frazier, like former guard of the New York Knicks. You know, you know. Get a good. This is how it all wraps up. Well, he's still a little shaken up. Well, he's a lucky boy. He'll come out of this just fine. He's got parents who are loving and understanding. Ah, you know, like Jimmy the Greek says, they're resilient. But black folks. What's gonna happen to Mr. Horton? Well, I think we got a darn good case against him, Willis. Thanks to your father calling us, we were able to surprise him, and we found some very incriminating pictures. Worse than the mice? <laughs> Much worse. Yeah. What is this world this coming is, to? This is the episode. This was a disturbing episode. Detective Simpson said it was a good thing we called him, because if I'd gone down and confronted Horton by myself, he would have been able to get rid of all the photographs before the police could even get there. Unfortunately, most parents do just that, and the guy gets. I mean, he free. ate yeah. most of them. Oh, yeah. by the way, Arnie, your evidence is going to help us a lot too. I think I got all the details right here, including there was a cherry on the banana split he gave you. Did I mention the chopped nuts? <laughs> yeah, that too. Boy. I yeah, that too. Like that that too. <laughs> he's he's like in an acting class, you know. I just can't get over this. We've known Mr. Horton for years. He seemed like such a nice man. Well, that's the contradiction with child molesters. In their own strange way, they actually love children. The majority of them would never intentionally harm a child. The sad part, they can emotionally scar a child for life. Man, I never would have guessed that Mr. Horton was, you know. Boy, they are just yeah. letting child well, pedophilia off yeah. right there. They're not hurting people they're intentionally. They're just getting, they're just coming, you know. I'm only 11 years old. Should I be hearing all of this? <laughs> That was the big thing in the 70s, too. You got to be open with it in the early 80s. Like It's like an S session, man. He's just like, are we done with this scene? I got some broad in my trailer. I think I was so desperately... This is a reveal. I think I, 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 what you looked at, what you read into television back then was like, oh, everything is all wrapped up in a tight little neat bow, you know? It's not messy at all. What an uncomfortable looking couch. Yeah. There's no we way that's comfortable. Well, you're looking at one disillusioned dude. Disil- you're emotionally broken. You can't yeah. trust a nice man like Mr. Wharton. Who can you trust? Dude, 
Drummond's going to have to take this kid on Phil Donahue. Is it trust yourself? They want you to do something that's wrong, or if they want you to lie to your parents, that is a person should not be trusted, no matter how good the reason they give you seems to be. And you have to watch out. I swear to God, I think I was raised strong. by sitcoms of this era. <laughs> Being a latchkey right. kid. Dude, that is you know, not saying you well on your parents' you, you know, parenting ability. <laughs> well, it was, you know, they're just dealing with getting divorced, man. Any more like, questions? Just one. Do I still get a bicycle for my birthday? <laughs> I mean. You sure do. And a radio. I'm mighty proud of you. I think son. I was just raised by the TV itself. You know, like yeah. I didn't have not a like I, I, I it was just the lineup like it was wasn't one certain show. Full House was my like dose of family entertainment. Yeah, yeah, but there was nothing this heavy handed at all. Yeah, yeah. See, this to me is good drama. <laughs> if I can describe something as good as this, I love how this episode ends with a child, a small child, hugging an old man. An old man. Like if you if you were to tell someone what this episode is and then see the freeze frame, you would think that Drummond successfully molested, and it just ended with him winning. (laughs) I don't. I mean, but you look at this. I mean, they're they're trying to have a message here. You know, like it was. uh, There was you know they wanted to have something. They want to have something of substance. You know, it's a Norman Lear offshoot. That that's Norman Lear's impact on television because of his success with all all in the family. Every show was like all in the family. It was all derivative of that show. The, the flushing toilet joke. All right, you ready? You done? Yeah, man. I, I gotta, I gotta wrap it up, man. All right. I well, am, uh, all right. Thanks entire. for, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google we, Podcasts. We were watching all that, that last one. I, I wanted it to breathe. I wanted the episode to it's breathe a, a little bit, man. You all know right. What I mean? See you next week, guys. It's intense.